This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Yeah, we made it. You just talking. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Presented by MyBookie and Thrive Plus. MyBookie and Thrive Plus. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Lights, camera, action. Hello, world. Welcome in to another edition of Moneyline. In studio with none other than the statistician, my partner in grind at Josh Jordan 97.5 is where you can find him on Twitter. Josh Jordan. What's going on, Jerry? What's going on, Cam? Another beautiful Sunday here in H-Town. We got, what, the most anticipated game of the year coming up today, the Pro Bowl. You guys know what I'm talking about. I can't wait for that slugfest. No, but on a serious note, we have a lot to get to. But before we even start that, every weekend from 10 to noon, on the ones and twos, they say, through the glass, they speak. Cam! What's up, players? Yes, Josh, I'm very excited for the Pro Bowl. In fact, I went to sleep before 11 o'clock last night so that I could get some sleep for it. <laughs> you can sleep during it plenty, I bet, today. That, that'll that work. It's so bad. It, I, I don't I don't know of a sporting event that is some that I wouldn't even bother putting on the channel and muting. We say that now, though, but a few weeks from now, we're going to be wishing we'd see any kind of yeah. football. Next year, we won't have this problem with the XFL kicking off right after <laughs> football, right? Yeah. Are we going to be up here giving picks and gambling advice on XFL games next year? Could that actually yeah. be a real thing, guys? I think we're actually shooting to be a sponsor, fellas. Wow. I, I, I'm in. Hey. I am in all the way. 713-780-3776 if you want to get in on the show. Show, or you can hit us up at Moneyline975 on Twitter. Hit us up with anything. We got a week to the big game. We're going to touch it from a couple of angles today. We're going to hit a lot of props. We're going to talk some poker. I actually was at a poker tournament yesterday, guys. I went to the Prime Social one-year anniversary. Yeah. They had a big tournament. I wanted to go check it out. I, I To be honest, I, I play poker. I play at a lot of places. I hadn't gone to check it out. Yeah. I've been listening how good it was. We're always there. I'm not playing anywhere else anymore. Really? The way, I mean, honestly, and I'm not just saying that. Just uh, the the way the setup was, the the bar was nice. I mean, the the everyone, the the dealers, the food. I mean, the food is fantastic. I've played poker in places where we're talking about we're eating frozen food. You know what I mean? We're eating yeah. straight frozen food. These guys have gumbo. I mean, I was eating good. So at the end of the day, we'll talk a little bit about the hand. I know a couple of the guys from the game are listening, so we'll talk about a little poker in the second segment. But first, we want to talk about. I know it's been a week. Yeah. I know you've been hammered by the no call and and this and that and people wanting to write the the G- Goodell about overturning things. I know, but we at least got to talk about it. We can't hide face. I at least got to talk about mine and going against Brady. I, I I just I just I mean I don't I guess I didn't learn my lesson because I'm still and just to tease ahead I'm still wondering whether I, I'm I'm siding Rams leaning leaning don't that's not a bet. So I guess I didn't learn my lesson. What what did you learn from last week, guys? I, I got that one right. 
you know, that I was after the Chargers game, I was like, I'm not betting against Tom anymore. You know, that's it. I'm, I'm betting Patriots. And uh, Cam and I both on the show, I said, take the Patriots money line. I was really excited. I got that one right because I just had a belief they were going to win. I was like, screw the points. They're going to win. I want to win more money. And it's a good thing I did because basically I pushed around a whole bunch of money last week to be down seven dollars. You know, yeah, like yeah. it was, you know, because I got the Saints game got me. I had money on the Saints minus the points. So luckily I had the Patriots money line and, and I pulled a Jerry Bow halfway through the game. I doubled down again on a live bet on the nice, Patriots. Nice. Yeah. So that, that I ended up because of that, it was basically a wash for the weekend. Some of my prop bets, we were on Damian Williams pretty hard last week. So close. The total yardage, I think he missed it by like two yards. So I, I got I got hit by those on the rushing yards. He had a huge game for fantasy. I mean, Damian Williams, three touchdowns. Touchdowns. He had a big game, but the rushing yards, I don't even think he cracked 50. I think he only had 10 attempts. You know, they were chasing points, but he had a huge game through the pass, you know, catching the ball. So that's something, too, I'd like to get into. Maybe not this segment, but we'll talk about some of these guys and what we expect from them next year uh, for fantasy and for, for other things. But, but yeah, that was a, it was tough. You know, you, you're so excited to win, but, you know, you also lose. So it was just a wash. Like I said, they were fun games, though, right? They both go to overtime. You know, you don't get what you're looking for, but I thought we did okay. Holly was on the Rams last week. And she, when she hit was that halftime under, yeah. and that's crazy, man. She picked the right spot because imagine a full game over uh, or full game under guy in that Saints game where the game didn't have hardly any scoring. Then boom, 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 overtime, and he yeah. loses. A shout out to Holly for picking the under. That's, that was the sharp side. She didn't. It was never in doubt. It yeah. was. She cruised it on in, and then like I said. Full game under guy is over there scratching his head, wondering why he didn't listen to money line. <laughs> no doubt about it. So it was, it was a tough week because you know he lost some money and we won some money, and that's what happens, right? When we get to the end of the year, there's only a couple games, right? So you're limited, and with the limited, that means that those lines are going to be sharper. Yes. Whenever you have, that's what makes college football such a profitable sport if you can find your spots because there's so many games on one slate that it's hard for those books to keep that number so sharp and 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 it's just tough. Now in football, that's football is a smaller sample size every week than what you get in college. One, then once you get into the playoffs, it gets even smaller. So you're telling me that the sharpest of sharpest betters don't get it right, and the the odds makers don't have the number at least where they like to close way heavy. And this week, that's what you saw. We'll get into the the actual spread of the Super Bowl, but you saw the line get released and you saw it get hammered the other way. Yeah. It's at historically high numbers right now of Patriots backers. The line has completely moved from where they opened up as an underdog to now they're a, a favorite. And at this point, it's going to go more to a three-point spread to rather than going down. So it, it, the public's all over the Brady trend right now, and we're going to get into that. Is it a golf-Brady thing? Is it, is it a, is it a McVay-Bilicek? Is it, what is it? What is it? Who, who ultimately wins this and it's easy to say Brady it's going to there's no way and, and to me I, I, that's why I said did I learn my lesson from the last 2 weeks you know what I mean I went against I did the Chargers and and then I came back and I did Mahomes. Now, now what am I going to do? I'm just yeah. all over the place. I'm a wreck. No, I get your point. And I mean, here's an article right here on Pro Football Talk. The Mirage in Las Vegas said 96% of the money wagered on the Super Bowl point spread was on New England in the first four days of betting. Now, that's crazy. And, that's, that's, and then I tell people, okay, use that loosely, with, especially with Super Bowl, because you got to throw in a couple of things into that equation. One, the betting limits aren't as high when they open up. Mm-hmm. Two, 
how much of that handle is really uh, that that might be five to 10 percent of the total handle that they're going to take. This next week is when they open up the limits, the bigger betters. We remember the duffel bag better from last year. He started betting towards the end of the week. Yeah. It started hitting it up. How many people are flying into Vegas? That money's coming in. So really that number, it's strong Patriots right now. But once it starts going and everybody starts really betting, it's going to it's going to wash away a little bit. And don't get me wrong. I don't think it's going to go back to the Rams way. But at the end of the day, when it hits three, that's the key number you want to be at if you're on the Rams side. Three, it looks like it's going to be probably going to three rather than going down. So if you're on the Rams, wait. It's coming soon. It's there already at a lot of station casinos. Offshore, it's getting there. If you're on the other side, then you hit it now because I don't think you'll see a better number on the Patriots. I agree. I I put one bet in kind of early in the week because I just didn't know if it was going to move, and I wanted to make sure I locked in something. And – you know, and I put a little more. I actually paid a little more juice to to just kind of bet the Patriots to win outright. I just kind of have a feeling that that's how it's going to go. Now, that's not good value doing that. I'm not telling everybody to do that, but I just have a belief the Patriots are going to get this thing done. But I'm concerned, right? When there's that much money going that way, usually the games go the other way. You know, that happens a lot. So that's concerning when there's that much on the Patriots. Maybe the Rams is really the. It's definitely the better value. So, you know, I think I heard A.J. Hoffman talking about it. I think he's looking to, to fire on the Rams, and he's been on these, man. Like, I believe he was on the Patriots last week. I think he was on the Rams as well. So, A.J.'s been on fire. So, de- he, he won the Gal Media yeah. contest at 70. I mean, that's what I told him. I was like, bro, that's some gangster stuff. 70%? Yes. How were we ever going to catch you? No. The, yeah. At the end, when we needed to catch him, those last, I don't think he won, uh, lost a game like after week 13 or something. I mean, it was incredible. And like I said, hats off to him. Well deserved. We couldn't catch him. We tried. We, we tried. tried. I will say we should congratulate Team Moneyline. Out of all the shows at the station, we did the best in that contest. So good job to us for, uh, for sure. You know, I think we finished either second or third, something like that. For most of the year, that's where we both were. We were trying to catch AJ. It just never happened. So. That's good. We're a gambling show. We would have looked pretty stupid if we hadn't have done well. <laughs> so, and it's tough. Know. That just goes to show you, though, how tough those things are. Yeah. Because you're going to tell me, you know, Lance, Fred, all these guys don't know. It's just, it's just about getting lucky at certain points. Yes. They're catching the lines at certain points. I, I made a mistake many times, and AJ saved me on a on a Friday night. You're over there drinking beer, and he gives you that that that. Hey, man, you need to get your picks in, yes. and you realize that that football is that next morning, and then you're like, man. And, it just, it was fun though. It was it much was. fun, and I hope that we do it again next year. It was good to get it on Sports Map, post it. I mean, the listeners were engaged in it. People were hitting me up saying, "Man, are you going to pull it off?" And I just, yeah. I, like I said, I never could. AJ is a monster on that, and this, he's about to start a a, a, a college basketball yes. pod. That's going to be fantastic. If you don't know about AJ and his college basketball, he's fantastic at that. So drop him a quick plug. It's well deserved because I'll be all over that. And him and Brad Powers are some of the sharpest guys in that category. I mean, that's college basketball is their thing. So make sure you check those guys out. And we'll have that on sports map. You know, AJ has a lot of his content on there on college basketball and Hey, check his Twitter. He's always dropping his play. So if you're looking for some more gambling guys, now that football's over, you know, here's what you can do. You can get in on some of this, you know, college basketball wagering. And and where do we do this at my bookie? Like I'm telling you, I'm right now as we're speaking, uh, we're, we're on Barcelona with the bookie busters from the sports map on two and a half goals. Where can you bet all these kind of things? It's at my bookie. So just make sure that 
this show doesn't stop here. It's going to keep going. We're going to keep riding out because the, the sports, the money never sleeps, nope. as we say. So right after this, like I said, we're going to we'll, I'll even have a couple of NBA bets today for you guys. I'll uh, throw those out. A soccer bet for this for this afternoon. We have a little bit of everything like yeah. with poker. The next segment, I want to talk about a specific hand and I mean everything. So if you got any calls, any questions, any 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 games you're looking at. If you want to talk Super Bowl and you want to make me spoil what sides I'm leaning on as far as props, I don't mind it. We'll talk about the evolution of props also. Why did this prop, where did this start? Who's the guy behind this? I'll tell you exactly who when we come back. This is Monday Night ESPN 97.5. Slide, if I don't drop something, I can't leave it. Walk out of pole, but this tech got him leaning. Never let the beat get cold, where's the mean? Pull up on your block, then I bleed it. Slide, if I don't drop something, I can't leave it. Walk out of pole, but this tech got him leaning. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. No joke, I used to let the mic smoke. Now I slam it when I'm done and make sure it's broke. When I'm going, no one gets on, cause I won't let nobody press up and mess up the scene I set. I like to stand in a crowd and watch the people wonder, damn. But think about it, then you understand. I'm just an addict, addicted to music. Maybe it's a habit, I gotta use it. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, where Cam always keeps it jamming. 713-780-3776 at Josh Jordan 97.5, Clutch City Cam, your boy Jerry Bowe. Let's talk some of this poker real quick to get this out of the way. I got to get it out of my system. Go for it. So, I, uh, I made it deep in the tournament. And then I ran into a hand, just a you know poker player. You have to explain exactly what happened because you can't just say, "Hey, man, I had pocket aces and I lost." Like so, you say what happened? So it was, uh, let's say, uh, I, I thought it was about four from the money. It's really about ten or twelve from the money. Okay, so I uh, the chip average is about one twenty. I have about ninety thousand to start the hand. The blinds are two and a, uh, 2500, five, five. The big blind has to pay ten. So every time it comes around, you're essentially getting hit for that that twelve five. So I'm looking at it, having hand hands for a while, and I get an ace eight in late position. So the uh, there's two people that uh, come on in. I I sneak on them for my little five thousand, hoping that the button to my left uh, folds. He folds, so I got last position. That's that, that's perfect. Small blind, big blind come in. They limp. Small blind limps. Check. So we got about four or five people in the hand. I got that ace eight offsuit. Which I shouldn't have been in there. Don't get me wrong, but it's still I, I I got my position. I wanted to slide in. Boom, flop comes four ten ace. I pick up my ace. Check 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 comes all the way around to me. I'm the last position to act. I make it twenty five thousand. So now I've taken that twenty five plus that five. I'm I'm in for thirty thousand of my total. Let's say ninety somewhere around there ninety ish. So I'm in for a third of my chips basically. Now what do I do? I make that twenty five small blind. Thinks about it for real hard, and and I'm hope I hope he's listening. It, it, it was it, it's a crazy. This is how crazy poker is. He pops it all in. Everybody folds. It comes to me. I'm thinking at that point. My, my thought, and this is the things that you have to think about. I I thought okay, so pre flop, if he had ace jack, ace queen, ace king, he would have re raised. So he doesn't have any one of those. Ace ten 
It would have probably made a small raise too, but he was a really good player, so he was somewhat tight. So I don't see him raising that. So my thoughts are he either he has that ace nine, which I don't think, or he's on that flush draw and he pushes it now, make sure that he gets to see the the turn in the river. I call him. He flips over ace nine. <laughs> he outkicks me. I have ace eight. We both have the ace. It comes out little little. His nine plays. My thoughts again. Could I have stayed out of that hand? Yeah, I could have stayed out of that hand. Do I do I regret it somewhat? But at the same time, my thought process has to be the same. I think he had to think the same. Why is this guy betting right here? Everybody checked it to him. So, A, he either has the ace with me. He's, this is his thought process. He either has the ace that I have or he's bluffing right now trying to take it down. Everybody checked it. So his best move was to pop a lot in because he says, if he had, again, if, if that guy, he started to think like what I'm thinking. If Jerry had ace, jack, ace, queen, ace, king, he would have raised. He didn't raise. He limped. So at that point, my ace nine is good because it's ace, ten, four on the board. And like I said, for your poker players out there, you understand exactly what I'm talking about. It's a game inside the game. And like I said, I, you just come home thinking about it. What did I do wrong or or what did he do right? And at the same time, we had the same the train of thought, I got myself pot invested. I ended up calling on playing seven hours and going on an ace eight. And just just know that, again, though, I shout out to Prime Social for hosting. A shout out to everyone at the table and the guy next to me that I said, if you listen to the show, I will tell you exactly what I had. I had a 10-9 on that hand, man. I hit the two pair on the river on you. And uh, that's why I bet it. And I bet that 5,000 as a blocker. And I know you're listening right now, man. Shout out to you. Very nice, man. I'm glad we got you out there because I thought Prime Social was a great place for you to go play. It, I'm not playing anywhere else. It, I'm, it, I'm done with it. If you want to come out, I know I had a couple of guys list, uh, saying they wanted to come out to the tournament. Every weekend, that's where you're going to find me now. Uh, I know John plays there a lot. Yeah. Lance comes out there a lot. Hey, AP, he's there. Yeah. So, I mean, it, 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 Ray for Austin was there the yeah, other day, Yeah, that's too. what I'm saying. So it's a, it's a wonderful place. I walked in, and it felt like I was in a straight-up uh, one of the better casinos that you go in the way they're focused on poker and it, it, the, the whole i'm telling you the food it's the i had a burger i had gumbo later on and it was it was fantastic shout out to those guys i will be back anybody who wants to come throw some cards with me or talk some poker hey come on out they have pool tables you can go in there and and bring someone and they can sit at the bar and like i said they got games everywhere we were watching games we were i was releasing bets everybody was having a good time so come out go on out to prime social thanks again guys yeah that's how you can get your double action going right you're playing poker and you're watching the game that you have action on as well. So, I mean, it, it's, it was, you know, I'm telling you, it was hilarious. That's yeah. what we were doing at the table. We were all watching the games and getting, there was a buzzer beater and, and you knew who everybody had because you saw everybody at the table. Everyone kind of cringed like, oh, <laughs> I looked around and it's like, okay, he had that game. He had that game. And shout out to everyone that we, uh, that I met yesterday. Appreciate all the hospitality they gave us. Man, that's great. Cause those guys should, they should know you. Cause I mean, those guys, they love to bet and this is what you do, man. So hopefully, you know, they'll find you on sports map and maybe they'll check out the show. That'll be great. For sure. And, and that's, that's why, you know, you don't want to be at the guy at the table. Like you overhear him talking about lines and stuff. Yeah. And I, I want it to be so bad. Like, Hey man, like check me out. But <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm going to keep popping my head in there. Prime social is where you'll f- find me all the time. Find me on Twitter. Hit me up. If you want to see when I'll be there, I'll be there pretty often. And like I said, I, I John's there all the time. So I'm going to make sure I catch him up in there you know john's a good poker guy to play yeah. with uh, he, he is poker so <laughs> um yeah let's let's transition to some of these props just a just a quick quick uh moment in prop history that has been popping up and you wonder why props started where in that super bowl with the bears 1985 i believe yeah. the refrigerator perry mike Ditka came out and said that perry was going to get a rushing touchdown he or a, a touchdown 
He was going to get in the end zone, is what Dick has said. The betting community, the degenerate world, ran with it, and the the, the guys in the desert released a twenty to one odds on Refrigerator Perry getting a touchdown. Now Walter Payton lover hates this right now because it ended up taking his touchdown, right? But yes. He was 20 to 1, and all the degenerates came out and, and pounded it. By kickoff, he was 2 to 1, and we all know what happened. Some say he ran, some say he tumbled into the end zone, but everyone says they cashed, and that was the birth of the prop bet. And after that, the guys in the, the guys behind the cashiers and the, the odds makers figured, hey, we can run with this. Yeah. And it, it eventually, within five years, they said that there was a place called Imperial Palace or something like that. Excuse me if I'm saying it wrong. They had a about 30 props and now whenever they're released at seven o'clock on, on thursday 442 props look how much we have evolved in gambling in in situationals you know spots it's 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 fantastic and with the legalization of gambling there's no way to to ever put a stop to this now no it's great and it's something we've been doing for years at my house we make a bunch of jello shots we make some yeah. one color of one team and then the others are the other color of that team and then we we put all our prop bets down and then, hey, if you lose, you got to take a jello shot. So, yeah, that's right, Cam. So, you're feeling pretty good by the end of the Super Bowl. That's why you always chug and thrive. You get litty, Josh. So, a little bit. basically, during this show, we're going to come up with about 10 props. We're going to try to make this interactive. So, make sure you got the number 713 780 3776. We'll get your name. About 10 people, I guess, we'll take. And we're going to throw out 10 props. Whoever gets the most, give me a little bit to come up with the prize. We just came up with the, the idea right before the show. But I want to have something fun. We're going to come out with a coin toss. Uh, what color will the Gatorade be? How long will the anthem be, over or under? Things of that sort. We're going to play along with you guys. We'll list it on the Moneyline 97.5 page as well as the ESPN 97.5 page. Anybody who wants to play along. And uh, like I said, we'll have fun. You can you, you can do the jello shots from when you're from. We'll make sure we do ours. Yes, no doubt about it. And, hey, we have one. We'll tease one right here. And we're looking at the numbers here. James White for the Patriots. He leads the NFL in yards after catch since 2016. And now last week, the Rams allowed Kamara to rack up 96 receiving yards on 11 catches in the NFC title game. So that leads me to look at what's the receiving yards total for James White for his prop for the Super Bowl. And and Jerry went to my bookie and looked that up. And what do we have that at, Jerry? I believe it was... Rushing yards, 19 and a half. Receiving yards, over 55 and a half. Yeah. Receptions six and a half. So I'm kind of I'm kind of digging the uh, receiving yards over there for James White. I think it's a game where if the Rams are successful getting that pressure up the middle on Tom Brady, I could see him dumping the ball off to James White a lot in that game. I don't think I think I think that'll be his first op- option. But is that the first thing that that Wade knows that he has to put a stop to? Because I mean I've heard a lot of people say again it's like last week. I told you, I, these are the sides I'm on, but if you were to tell me that you have your opinion on other, I can't tell you you're wrong because those games were so tossed. It, it was a toss-up, you know what I mean? And yeah. this this one, I mean, everything wants to, everything tells me to push Rams plus three, and, and I'll probably end up on that side, but I guess I didn't learn my lesson, and, and, and that's why I guess I told you it was wishful thinking to see Brady because this isn't the first year he does it to me. No. He's like, I told someone uh, the other day, he was like Mayweather to me because I, I bet against Mayweather. That's why he, Mayweather was such a good businessman because he would build up the opposing fighter and all and to make you think that the other guy had a chance when he never had a chance, and then he would do so many things to make you hate. Like, man, I, I'm going against Floyd, and then every night, 
he'd win by points and decision, and you tell yourself, why did I even try that? Because it was plus 700? Yep. You know what I mean? Because it was plus 500? Because Manny Pacquiao was going to beat him, and we've been waiting for this? No. And I guess... I don't know. I guess I'm going to get knocked out by Brady again if I go the other way. But like I said, I'm leaning. This is nothing official as far as picks. I'm just talking out of my head right now. Just Yeah, I get it. Look, that's the better value is the Rams, you know, taking the points. I totally get it. I'm just I'm done betting against Brady. I'm just not going to do it anymore. <laughs> it's you know, I'm just I'm not doing it anymore. And, you know, hey, he's going to lose some games, you know, so I'll, I'll miss sometimes. But I, I know so much about gambling is getting the value. But something I've kind of learned over this year is it's better to be on the right side of it, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Like people use that sharp. Though. Yeah, people use that sharp word loosely. Like, man, that sharp side's on this, and yeah, that's cool. That sharp guy, though, he also has money to gamble all year long. And, and let me touch that on. Also, I get a lot of questions. What does one unit mean, or what does three unit max mean? Man, that means nothing but confidence level. There's guys that, that the professional guys that really flat bet. They bet the exact same amount all the time. Whenever they throw their record up, that's when that 65% or 55% comes into play because they usually play minus 110 lines and bam, that's it. But if you're a guy that steps out and, and you start you playing out of the box and sometimes you throw three, uh, three units, so you're throwing three times that amount, it gets crazy. But some guys ask me, so what do you use as a unit according to the percentage of your bankroll? Like, how does that? I can't tell you that because in a in a in a plastic world that doesn't exist, what happens when you have a local? Let's talk right now, and you know you feel me. This I wanted to make this show real, real passionate about what really this life is. You go meet that local on a Tuesday, Wednesday. Let's say Wednesday, because Tuesday you got to pay him because he's got to pay his people Wednesday, right? I know. So. <laughs> You meet him on Wednesday and you meet him up for at a, at a, at a wing style place. Did you count those units that you spent on beer and wings and that, and that burger and that shot? Because now you're down a unit and a half that you just picked up from them. It never exists. You already bought some headphones uh, on that, uh, on that, uh, that Monday because you knew you won Sunday night football. Did you count those units? So now when you got the money, now you go back to the table and you're like, okay, I'm up 16 units from the year. No, you're not. You're down. You're down headphone units. You're down shot units. And you're down. So it doesn't exist. You collect every week. And that's what I'm saying. That world doesn't exist. Now, if you're a professional guy that can bet 1% on your, on, on each bet and flat bet it. Yeah. If you got a $10,000 bankroll, cool. Then it makes sense to throw a hundred bucks out there. It, that's cool. A hundred bucks gets you live. How many of you out there right now got 10 grand? Just set aside only for gambling. Don't get me wrong. Some of you are raising your hand right now. Most of everyone's sitting down saying, man, I, I got 10 grand maybe, but it's not for gambling. I, I, I For sure it's not for gambling. My wife will leave me. So <laughs> I'm playing with this little $500 that I got or $300. So you got to minimize. You, you got you got to play that into smaller portions. And again, I, that's, I wanted to make the show about some real stuff, not coming up here firing like units and 58%. Let's talk about what's real and about cashing out every week and, and picking that money up and, and buying things that you need to and then coming back to the table that's what it's about man man that's great advice there from jerry so and that's what i love about this show too and now that we're not going to have nfl every week you know the show is going to evolve a little bit and we're going to talk a little more about strategy and you know i learn every time i sit down with jerry and you know he, he tells me stuff like that and, and i hope you guys like it too um Finally, to put a bow on it, on that uh, that prop bet we talked about with James White, it'll be interesting to see what Wade Phillips does, right? Because he knew Kamara was the game plan last week, and they couldn't hold him. But I will say in the second half, they started chipping him out of the backfield and making it a lot harder for Kamara to get out in his routes and hurt them. I wonder 
if you know Wade Phillips starts the game, Chip and James White, like, hey, that worked. Maybe that's the way to go. I don't know. I'm not sure. That's what makes these prop bets a risk. We don't know how he's going to play it, but it's interesting. The numbers say that they're going to catch a lot of passes against the Rams. That's what the numbers say. So I'm going to go with the over. We'll see if I'm right. We're up against a break. We're going to get to a lot more stuff on the other side, guys. We're going to hit more of these prop bets. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. We got everything for you today. Stay right there. You're listening to Moneyline. In the end, it's him and I. He's out his head. I'm on my mind. We got that love, the crazy kind. I am his, and he is mine. This is Nolan Ryan. You're listening to Houston's best sports talk, ESPN 97.5. Moneyline on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 97.5.com presented by Thrive Plus live from the ESPN 97.5 studios. Here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline 713-780-3776 at Moneyline 97.5. Josh Jordan, Clutch City Cam, Jerry Bow, just a little group of guys that tries to Try to put you in a position to win some money. We might not win all the time, but we win often. We do. We had we've been on a pretty good roll this season. It's not always this good. And man, if you're not following Jerry's soccer picks on Sports Map, you're you're not living your your life right. So <laughs> get over to Sports Map. Check out Jerry Bo's Boogie Busters. He's just been crushing it all year. It doesn't stop because football season's over. Jerry's got NBA plays. Get your passport ready. Yes. I'm taking you from Spain to Germany to we're, we're playing Australia overnights. I got guys waking up in the morning and doing the old school, looking at the score with one finger and dragging it down like, yes, I do it too. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. So we're all over the world. We're all over the place with these bets. You got Fred Fowers horse bets. Like, yes. for example, today he's got a bunch of bets going off. Where can you do those at my bookie? It's just the, the action's never going to stop here. It's going to slow down as far as a little bit of the football aspect and, and to be honest that's just going to be a few months because right after March Madness even during we're already going to be talking about the combine and there's combine betting you yes. know what I mean and 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 st- just all types of things so just make sure that you stay tuned with us we're gonna it's it never stops here and all the action you can always find on my booking and that's including like I said March Madness the horse racing everything that you need especially these soccer bets these soccer bets have been absolutely ridiculous we hit one today before halftime before I even came up here so just please keep following us and keep catching these tickets. They are, man, because I hear people say like all the time, I just bet what Jerry told me to bet on soccer. I didn't watch the game. I just pulled up my account and, oh, got more money in my account. Way to go, Jerry. So, I mean, that's what Jerry's really good at that, guys. So, you know, keep following him at Jerry Bono's Sports Map. Get on there. And with Fred Fowers, his horse plays today, you know, if they're at the same Houston race park, you probably don't know nearly as much about horse racing as Fred does. No, so, no. You know, go read his column, guys, and, and get some action in on my bookie. We pa- we passed the ball around here. Like I said, I could tell you about soccer. I could tell you a lot about basketballs. But, but like... 
I'm a I'm a numbers guy. I move money. You know what I mean? Now, if you sit down and talk to a guy like like AJ, he does both. He's a gambling guy, but then he knows the sport really, really well, college basketball. So he could sit down. Me, you just t- you tell me the injuries. You tell me the, give me the just give me the teams, give me the injuries, give me the venue, and I'm gonna dig in. I find the numbers and I and I find my spots. And like I said, I just I'm a I'm a mover of money. And there's people that are gamblers, or there's people that are fans, and there's people that combine uh, combine fans and gambling. Sometimes that's bad because then they side one way you have to find who you are and what you're going to be in this i'm the one that looks at the number i close my eyes and i try to remember that situational spot i look at what all these big guys are on these big betters and i look and i say why are they on that does it make sense to me Nah, i don't and i fade or i yeah that makes sense kind of let me look why let me see why the public is on this guy is he a public guy that gives out a lot of bets is it one of people that rj all these rj followers you know what i mean he has a big follower yeah. so if he releases a bet you better be sure that those numbers are going to move so just things are like that know what's coming and it's just so many angles to it sometimes you don't have a chance to dissect 90 games in one week so then you start looking at you find spots and usually your spots are not going to be on those marquee games it's going to be on those bad games go catch that go catch it <laughs> L game or something real quick and you're gonna cash and you, you, while everyone's watching duke north carolina sweating sweating to the last bit well, for what yeah it's fun yeah but it's not where the money's at it's tough and again it goes back to whenever there's one game left in the nfl it's gonna be sharp you better realize that number's gonna be sharp the last week those numbers were sharp there yes. was two overtime games yes. i mean come on it uh, it just it's tough it's very tough and i'm about to bring up something that's gonna be kind of tough too we're gonna talk about the pro bowl and talk about cool. trying to bet it a little bit, right? So here's where we're at. It's a pick'em game, which no surprise there, right? And the Pro Bowl, it's got to be one of the toughest things to handicap, right, Jerry? Because there's so many unknowns. You know, like, you don't know who's going to play and for how long and how much they're going to care, th- that whole factor. I will say the over-under is kind of interesting to me. It's at 55, or right around there, depending on where you're betting it, which... You know, it doesn't sound like outrageously high. It actually opened at 59 and a half, and it's come down a little bit. And part of you wants to, you know, just take the over. You think maybe Mahomes and all these guys are just going to light it up. But it hasn't. I think I was listening to Cody Stutes the other day on with the usual suspects, and I think he said it hasn't been going over the last couple of years like you would think it is. So I don't know, Jerry. Do you have, a, do you have any kind of feel for this one? So let's look at gambling as a whole is how when these numbers are released. So especially, with, okay, the, the props market this year, they usually drop on, on that Thursday at 7 o'clock, I believe. So the big ones always go there. But you'll have some books kind of dipping their feet on the water, and they'll come out there and they'll throw one prop, and then they'll, they'll throw it at a low limit to see where it gets hit. All these bigger books, they're looking at it, and they say, oh, so that's where the public's going to be. So they reserve themselves. You find that online in a lot of these books. They won't release the line early, or they're late to release a basketball line. Some of these guys wait till the morning, and some of them are releasing them overnight. They, uh, Some of them are more worried about to where the money ends up landing than others. Some of them risk more, especially on this particular one. There was one book that opened up at 64 and a half at 2.15 Eastern time on Thursday. 20 minutes later... Other books opened at 60 because they saw that 64 getting hammered. The big books are like, okay, it's going to go down. Is this the side that the Sharps are going to be on? Let's open it at 60. They open it at 60 and for an hour, and it moved down by 9.15 Eastern. It was all the way down to 55 where it is Friday morning. So that goes to show you right there. 21% of the bettors are on the under, but they account for 47% of the cash. Ooh, that is interesting. Okay, so... And then let's face it, guys, when you're watching the Pro Bowl, 
It's going to be a lot more interesting if you have some action on it. It's not the best game in the world. And that's the thing. So then it's a lot more interesting for 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 uh, when you have action, but it's a lot more interesting when these guys get action and the pain of the players in the Pro Bowl has gone up throughout the year slightly. Now they're each getting each one of those players. It's like 63, 64 grand, I believe. Yeah. I know it's over 60. So don't get me wrong. These guys are multimillionaires and they got, but it's, it's 60 grand. Hey, I mean, yeah, that's a lot of money. It, towards the end of the game, that's when they start kind of pushing a little harder because they, they want that bigger paycheck for winning. Exactly. So maybe a little bit more defense gets played. Now we know the rules changes that have occurred over the few years in it to, to make it to where they have to risk more. The, you've seen a little bit more, I guess, halfway tackling. But what I have seen <laughs> is a drop. Every year since 2014. In 2014, the number closed at 89. That was the last high one. It seems like that never even existed. We'll be telling our kids about, man, in 2014, there was an over-under in a Pro Bowl 89. They're going to tell you you were lying. 89 <laughs> points because there was only 43 scored that year. In 2015, it closed at 68. 60 were scored. 2016, it went back up. 74 only, and 76 were sc- uh, scored. So that one went over. That's the only one that's gone over. In 2017... To, uh, it closed at 80, 33 points. Last year, closed 66, 47 points. The over, oh, I mean the unders, 4-1 and one in the last five years. Man, I think we've kind of made our case. It feels like I feel a little better about the under. I, I don't feel good at all when I'm betting on the Pro Bowl because I have no idea what's going to happen, really. But looking at these numbers here... It looks like you, it's a safer bet to lean with the under here. And that doesn't surprise me. It feels like ever since they had that, that big Pro Bowl where it was just like the biggest embarrassment, I believe it was the one where like Goodell like challenged the defensive guys to actually come out and play. I yeah. think that was one where J.J. made quite a few plays and was running around like a maniac. Seems like since then the game's been a little more competitive. Not like an NFL game, but a little better. We can't all be Sean Taylors out there. Remember when, uh, yeah. rest in peace to him, man. Yeah. Remember when he laid out that kicker? Yes, that was the <laughs> Best, you man. know the kickers that be thinking, "Come on, man! I'm out here trying to collect a little check. My family's here. Like, what was that about?" He he laid him out. Rest in peace to him, man. Forever twenty one, man. Hey, man! At least he made that game watchable by doing that. So I'm glad he did. But that's something to think about, right? And we do have a couple Texans there. Lamar Miller's there. You know how it is. Why? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, when I, I'm sorry. Like, all, I'm all for that. The hometown team getting getting Pro Bowlers, but I was like, why? Like. Has that many have have that many running backs dipped out of the game this year to where they yeah. reached all the way down to get Lamar Miller? Uh, basically, it's like when you go eat at someone's house and they and the, and the food's not that great, but you're eating it and you're getting towards the end of it. You're like, all right, I'm almost there, and then they come out with seconds. They're like, oh man, you you ate that? That looks you enjoyed that, and they just start pouring it on there. That's what they did with Lamar Miller. Like, man, I guess just put him in the plate. Just, they just saw, like, two, on they the- saw two good games at the end of the year and just assumed that's what he had done all year. I'm like, this is a dude that I don't even think averaged 60 total yards. Game like why? I, I don't know. I mean, I thought he had a better year than in the past, I guess, but I don't know. You know my feelings on Lamar Miller, and you know my feelings <laughs> on mybookie.ag. Just remember who you're betting on is just as important on who you're betting with. 
I bet on my bookie because I trust them. They're safe. They're reliable. And they give me options on everything I want to hit. I'm a degenerate gambler. I want to touch everything. Australian, I want to I want to get in on horse racing. I want to get in on prop bets. I want to get in on everything possible. So right now, you go over to your computer, mobile phone, go to mybookie.ag. You get an account started, and they're going to match you 50% right now. Free money. $300, free $150 to come out here and fire off on some of these soccer bets, which you probably don't even know soccer, and you don't even probably trust it, but you trust my soccer picks. So go ahead and fire that 150 we're going to turn that into free money go to mybookie.ag the only place that that, that i gamble at use radio code uh, code radio i'm sorry to activate the offer that's radio as the code activate the offer you get 50 percent. you start winning you follow the bookie busters you play you win you get paid my bookie is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. 713-780-3776 at Moneyline 97.5 is where you can hit us up with any of your questions or any of your gambling bad beats, anything, we're here to listen to it. We're that full-out gambling show. We're here to wipe away those tears with dollar bills. Josh Jordan, Clutch City Camp. My man Hector out there making sure the podcast get up. Make sure that you check those out. If you ever miss anything, especially after football, uh, say there's a 3 o'clock basketball NBA game and we gave out the pick, go back and listen to it. It'll be up right after the show. He always makes sure it gets up. Much thanks to him for getting up every Sunday morning to make sure this show runs correctly. Without these guys, then me and uh, Josh are just up here talking in a wreck. So No doubt. Let's get into some more of these. Uh, or actually, yeah, hold on. We got something else for you right now. Let's let's end this hour with a little, I guess, uh, a nice little hit from Cam. What do you got for us? Uh, I've got some humor for you guys. All right. Got a pretty ratchet story. <laughs> um, so according to the World News Daily Report, a mother in Richmond, Virginia, was arrested after she left her four kids, ranging from the age of one to seven, in the car at a Golden Corral while she buffeted for nine hours from 11 a.m. to 8.20 p.m. She caught all three courses. <laughs> she did. Yeah, and uh, it, it's funny because she only got caught because uh, <laughs> the, uh, the waitress, a 29-year-old Sarah Ferguson, told police, I saw the kids in the car when I arrived at 11.30, and I saw them there when I left my shift. So I knew something was wrong. And sure enough, she called the police, and the lady had been inside. Um, and uh, the the Golden Corral says that they probably cleaned at least forty plates. From wow! Their table. Oh my! My lord! 
<laughs> Man, that's crazy. Yeah. First off, I didn't know Golden Corral got down like that. Oh, no, they do, though. If, and not even just to drop in shameless plugs here, but, uh, man, they got omelet stations in the morning. That's so She showed up right when they closed the, the breakfast, like, hey, let me catch an omelet. I'm, I was a little late. Then she was slid into the lunch menu, and then she digested the steaks. That's unbelievable. I mean, but nine hours, nine times, nine hours. That should be a Corral. felony. They should give her a felony for that. I can't believe she's alive. I will and say she, she was pretty financially prudent as she got three, covered all three of her meals that day for just the price of one. Since Man, she was there so long, it's crazy. I, I uh, my wife's uncle, and I, I hope he's not listening. He, uh, <laughs> he, uh, from what I understand from the story, he went to an all you can eat. It was a sushi or something like that. Man, this guy ate so much that they closed it. Like, they didn't know what else to do. They closed the store. Like, man, you got to go. They told him straight up, like, you have to get out of here quick. Like, I mean, they say he was eating sushi for like six, seven hours. I mean, putting a dent into it and uh, taking breaks, you know, watching watching Netflix real quick, coming back. And they're like, man, just please get out of here. And I feel uh, rest in peace to that sushi uh, buffet. Yes. And don't eat buffet sushi. No. No. What are you doing? (laughs) Never eat buffet sushi. Ever. (laughs) my god i mean that is that is a lot and it's not like it's a competition you're not on man versus food you're just like going to your local buffet and just like like making it your job to just you know and why not bring the kids in yeah well then because you have to pay per head when you go into those places see that's what's going on so i would have expected maybe she was trying to like smuggle some rolls or something like trying to bring a 12 year old kid like no he's four yeah like no uh no he's not he's not four he he just dropped you off (laughs) exactly so that's what's so shocking you know we went to a, a golden corral for i won't say why but one of the people that works up here does some writing i'll just leave it at that (laughs) and uh sometimes he goes to different restaurants and we do reviews and we went to an all you can eat buffet it was just a few months ago i'm not even gonna put out there which one it was and it was terrible (laughs) it was the worst i was like why would anybody pay 12 dollars for this i mean it was really bad I actually got the fried chicken. I go to to cut into it, just pink in blood, just everywhere. Like, no. it was completely raw. No. Yeah, I had to send it back. It was disgusting. Mm. I was, And then I didn't want to eat anything else. Like, man, you're going to get somebody killed. And then I saw all these other people just, like, they were so excited. They're, like, grabbing another plate. Like, this was, you know, Thanksgiving dinner. Like, the best. Like, they're going to the electric chair. Like, I'm getting some of this, and I'm getting some of this. They're taking pictures by the yes. chocolate fountain. Yes. You're like, oh, man, that chocolate fountain. Is boo boo. Yeah. And and it's expensive to get in. Like, you could go to like a normal restaurant and get a $12 plate that's pretty good. You know, like, you don't, but I guess they're just, maybe they're carb. They always get you though on the drink though. It's like, you're like, it's like six something and then you're like, yeah, I'll take a drink. And they're like, all right, that's $14.50. How did it go from six, seven, six? I mean, I mean, I thought it was $7.49 dinner. And okay, I won't take a drink. They're like, all right, thirteen forty. Yeah. Like, oh man, this is ridiculous. <laughs> There's always a catch, man. No doubt about it. So I'm gonna avoid those places because man, it was just really bad. It was kind of dirty. And, I'm and just, your doctor said to <laughs> yes, he said avoid yes. those places. I don't want to see you in there again. Yeah, what are you doing here? So, but props to her. I mean, nine hours at a Golden Corral just to even live through that. I can't believe that's a full people. work day. That's a full I mean, work day. <laughs> what, what do you do to entertain yourself? Because I know you're not. You're, there's no way you're possibly eating every minute for nine straight hours. So, like, what are you, what no. are you doing? And, and you, why couldn't you bring your kids in? I'm pretty sure <laughs> seven kids from seven to one don't eat a whole lot. Like, why couldn't they just chill with you? 
at the table. I, I don't, and, 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 just watching her eat. They're bringing those 40 plates around. Yeah. <laughs> you got it just a rotation. Just Yeah. And you're not winning like a free t-shirt for anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's not a contest. But I don't know. That's crazy. But I don't know. I love these kind of stories. I would have assumed this was in Florida when Cam started telling the story. But Everybody it, always assumes this in Florida. Florida yes. gets such a bad rap as they should. Uh, but not Virginia. Virginia is where this occurred, man. Yeah, nine hours at a buffet. Man. Shout out to that person. I hope yeah. she's alive. No doubt about it. I was talking to Jerry just to switch uh, subjects kind of quickly here. Um, you know, we had our, our fantasy football contest. We had some leagues here, yeah. uh, the Moneyline Leagues. And, you know, we were lucky enough to uh, to get Mark Klein to work with us on getting some rings for the winners of the fantasy league. So, guys, we haven't forgotten about y'all. Jerry's got a little update for us. So why don't you tell him about it? So... Man, some people just go over and beyond expectations, and I just wanted to drop, we wanted to drop a, a, a thank you to clients. He is going to, first, you know, we were all going to have, first, there was only going to be two leagues. We didn't know, let's be real here, when this show started, we didn't we didn't know we could fill these leagues, and we ended up getting three leagues. I had spoke to him about two prizes. He's going to give me all three, so I was nervous about that, thinking, hey, I mean, how am I going to tell these guys three winners and there's only two prizes first? That's one. Second off, not only is he providing the ring, he's personalizing it. I mean, he called me. I went up there. He, he told me we, he's designing it. I looked at what he's going to put on it. It's going to say the Moneyline Champions. Um, I just wanted to give a quick shout-out from the Moneyline guys here to all the winners. Bell Cal Ricky. Winner of one league. Then you had Obi-Wan Kenobi, the winner of another one. And then we had our women champion, Annette's World. Those are the three champions. All three of them were going to get their their uh, rings from Kleins and wanted to give a big thanks to Kleins for uh, for doing that for us. Because, like I said, he went over and beyond. I looked and I'm just like, are you I mean, are you sure? Yeah. Are we going to are we going to have to give our 401ks for this? <laughs> like straight up, because, I mean, they're nice rings. And thank you so much for that. Yeah, so big, big thank you to Klein's Jewelry. They did a fantastic job for us. So we're going to have those pretty soon. So if you won the league and you're listening right now, we're going to have them soon. We will keep you updated. Uh, you probably already follow us on Twitter. So as soon as we get those for Mark, we're going to get them to you. Congratulations for winning your league, guys. And it's crazy. I talked to, uh, uh, I saw the messages on Twitter of the winners, and some of them said, man, I don't even know how I won. I lost, like, uh, one of them said he lost. He had all those big injuries throughout yeah. the year, you know. And it, it was a crazy year in fantasy because you had to play musical chairs towards the end. The quarterbacks that you thought were going to be yeah. automatic starters, you had to kind of plug and play here and there. So shout out to all three of you winners. Much deserved. And uh, we hope that you can maybe try. No, I don't hope you repeat next year. I want that ring. <laughs> I want the ring. But at least that one's for you to keep. Again, another shout out. We'll be back. This is Moneyline. ESPN 97.5. Yeah. I see you, big bro. I'm Achilles. Yeah. <laughs> Straight off the block with it. Eagle Street to be specific. Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975.